Yo, what up, everybody? Today is uh, November 15th, uh, about noon, 2018. November 15th, 2018. And today I just want to get my thoughts out on some entertainment stuff, some entertainment topics. Uh, and let's start, I want to start off right away with the big one. Um, as you pretty much are well aware, well aware, Stan Lee, you know, passed away. Um, and for me, it's a huge loss. You know, I, I'm not like some Stanley. Oh, like I met him or nothing like that. But I mean, I've been watching the Marvel Universe unfold on the big screen since Iron Man. You know, the first one, and even before that, the Hulk. If you count the Hulk with the, uh, with the uh, damn, is it Edward Norton? Yeah. Uh, but, but from back then, and then, you know, I remember being hyped for the original X-Men trilogy, which, I'm going to stand by my words, was fucking good. I don't give a fuck what you guys say about the original X-Men trilogy. I don't like that they killed Jean Grey, but you know what? If anybody was going to do it from stemming from the comic book days, it would have to be Wolverine. You know, could you imagine Wolverine having to kill... The one girl that he always wanted. You know, it's a mind fuck. It was supposed to mind fuck you. And it did mind fuck a lot of people. Because a lot of people hated it. And it mind fucked you. You guys still talking about how bad those movies are. But to me, they were really good. Um, And even before that, I was so fucking... I watched, you know, the X-Men on the cartoon, you know. I think it was on Fox or whatever it was. I watched those for years, you know. And I grew up, I grew up a Wolverine fan. I mean, even before I knew, I can remember being in, like, elementary, like, seeing Wolverine for the first time and how badass, like, he was. Like, all he wanted to do was just, anywhere he went, it was just a fight on site. And that, to me, is, like, how motherfuckers um, are, you know, in real life. You know, and he didn't take no shit from no one. And he had an adamantin in his bones and shit. And he had these claws. And, you know, there was an amazing Spider-Man as well on TV. But I was more of the X-Men fan. And they crossed over, you know, a couple times on TV. And, you know, the Marvel Universe now, you know, any kid growing up. And I think it's a, it's a fucking landslide, man. I mean, I don't want to get into too much Marvel versus DC right now because... I'm not a fan of DC. I've never have been. Uh, I, there was a sprinkling of a time when I was into like the death of Superman, which is that that itself is fantastic because the death of Superman, you know, Superman's not supposed to die, and somebody did it. They did it, you know, Doomsday. But but true to DC form, they fucked up in Batman versus Superman or Batman v Superman. They fucked up the story. Fuck them fucking bitch-ass fucking executives, fuck DC, fuck Batman, fuck the Joker, you heard it, fuck the Joker, fuck Batman, fuck Lex Luthor, fuck, fuck them all, you know, anyways, back to Marvel, yeah, Stanley, man, I mean, he gave, he's given me a lot, you know, to chew and digest, you know, Venom, and not every Marvel character is strong, like, I don't really give a fuck about Cyclops, Jubilee, but there are a handful of strong ones, and you can't fuck with right now, Marvel movies, I mean, Drax, I didn't know nothing about the Guardians of the Galaxy from before, and Drax is one of my favorite characters, you know, 
you know, and now that I've gone and like looked up some of his backstories just online and some of the pictures, I mean, that motherfucker's hard just rolling around with two fucking blades at his side, no for no fucking guns and nothing, and just hacking people up like he doesn't get no better than that. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, Stan Lee. I mean, say what you want to say, Marvel's running, Marvel's running amok right now, and you know that man created it all. So that's that's big on that end, and I want to go right into what I feel right now. Like, where the fuck is the next Avengers trailer? Like, come on, like the movie's coming out. Literally, this year's over. Like, fucking Thanksgiving is like, it's literally one week away. It's next Thursday. So, where's the trailer? Where's the fucking, you know what I mean? Where's the fucking little teaser? Something. You can't tell me that the executives to Infinity War, they stopped filming for the Infinity War last time. And were like, they just had to reboot it. No. Sets have been done. A lot of footwork has already been done. Scripts have been done. You got to get actors in, yes. But I believe the actors have already filmed a good portion of it. CGI should have been never stopped being worked on. Um, so I don't get what's the holdup of releasing a trailer. We're already basically approaching December, and the movie comes out, I believe, in May. So it's only we're like six months away. But you know, once once it gets to January, then it's only five months. In re- in reality, it's not like the end of May. It's gonna be. I think they're slated for May the third or fifth or whatever day that Friday is. So you get you gotta know. Like a trailer or something's got to drop. Where is it? Disney. Stop fucking around. Like, okay, I give. You know, you're pushing Dumbo and Aladdin and um, Toy Story now and all these other fucking movies. But like, let's be real. The big one is Avengers. Get get, get it together. Because we need it. I need it. Um, I want to get fucking rehyped for the movie. Like, um. I had this conversation a while ago. Eventually, I will buy all the entire Marvel Universe, you know, from Iron Man 1 all the way up to this Avengers. Because I like, a majority of them I like. I love Captain America's uh, trilogy. You know, the first Avenger, the Winter Soldier, and Civil War was fucking amazing. The Winter Soldier probably is better than Civil War, but you can't. That fight scene in Civil War is is only toppable by, you know, Infinity War. It's some of the fight scenes in, in Infinity War. That's how I look at it. Um, no movie has gotten close to that since. Not Iron Man, not... Uh, maybe a little bit of, you know, Thor Ragnarok had a sprinkling of it, but it wasn't to that scale. Um... You know, Thor's trilogy was fucking fire, too. Thor's got better. I think the first Thor was better than the second, than uh, the Dark, whatever it was, Dark World, whatever. But Thor Ragnarok fucking blew away parts one and two. Uh, as a comedy, as action, uh, you know, when they're fighting on the, on the Bifrost, that shit is fucking fantastic when... Uh, they straight up just made it look like a video game, and it reminded me of Raiden fucking fucking up everybody in Mortal Kombat. It just that just reminded me of Raiden, and and Thor was doing that to you know 
Hella's little army, and I was like, fuck, bro. And then Loki asked him, yo, hit her with the lightning bolt. And he was like, I just hit her with the biggest lightning bolt there ever was. And they didn't do anything. That shit was great. But anyways, yeah, where is the fucking Avengers Infinity War trailer? Like, let's get it going. Um, and speaking of trailers, we got just the other day a Toy Story 4 trailer, which I absolutely love. I mean, it didn't say much. It didn't do anything. It just fucking tickled the tip of the dick, as it was, as it were. Uh, you got to see Woody, Buzz, and all of them again. And my favorite, whoever is playing the sport, uh, that, that, I, I grab it. I seen, he, I think he's got two lines, and he's holding on to Woody's hand, and he's holding on to the dog's tail. And he's like, I don't belong here. And literally, that's fucking me in real life. I'm just holding on to fucking shit, and I'm like, man, I don't fucking belong here. I really don't. I don't belong anywhere. Um, that's my new favorite character in the sport. Uh, I don't give a fuck what anybody said. I don't even know how they're going to... What's his background? But, yeah, that, that character, is, to me, is sold. Um, we got the Toy Story teaser, and then we got uh, Detective Pikachu. You know, that... I, I get in a lot of yeses and no's but i mean for me it's a it's fuck it's a it's a hard yes it's it's more than a hard yes it's a i'm actually kind of excited like it doesn't look that bad like whoever is in charge of the cgi of the pokemon it doesn't it's not making them look corny as fuck they didn't go the roger rabbit route where it's like half cartoon half real people uh it's not corny looking as like the power rangers of uh, movies of old, you know, the old Power Rangers, where they look kind of just dumb, you know, Ivan Ooze looked stupid, looked corny as shit, um, they didn't go that route, they, they actually kind of went, like, as realistic as it could get, with it still being Pokemon, uh, Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, you know, there's a whole Deadpool thing to it, um, I think it's fantastic. Charizard looks fucking great. The Bubble Swords look great. Jigglypuff. Pikachu looks amazing. And I'm, I'm excited for the movie, too. Like I didn't catch the data that's coming up, but I didn't even know that the, a movie of that nature was being made. Uh, but I'm sold. I'm going to go watch it because I still fuck around with Pokemon right now, uh, especially Pokemon Go. I, got, I was into it before. I played it for a while. I let it slip. Got back into it, and I'm playing it as of today. I just, I'm on my way to go try to do some shit on it uh, because I have nothing better to do with my life. But either way, check it out. That that trailer was good. I'm actually excited for, you know, Aladdin as well. Uh, that teaser came out some time ago, a couple weeks back, and it looks phenomenal. Uh, I'm waiting for an actual trailer to drop. Uh... It, I don't think it's going to be bad. I think I think Aladdin's going to be fucking good, man. I wasn't a fan of the Beauty and the Beast live-action remake. Uh, I didn't like it. Beauty and the Beast, to me, is not one of their stronger movies. Even though it is, a lot of people loved it. You know, the cartoon version of it. Um, to me, Beauty and the Beast, I think, ranks is probably Disney's number one movie. But to me, in my eyes, it's always been Lion King, Aladdin, 
those are the top ones, I think. Um, those are the ones to me that sticks out as the ones I've watched the most and the ones I love the most. Um, yeah, The Lion King and Aladdin. You could you can make a case for, you know, other movies being the top, but I think those two are the top. And I don't know how they could do a, a live-action remake of Lion King. I don't know what they're going to do. But Aladdin makes sense. Uh, Aladdin, it looks good. The, the trailer for that looks good. Uh, but moving on from from Disney, there's other there's other movies that are happening. Glass, you know, kind of have my my hopes up high for that as well. Um, Godzilla, you know, I haven't done a Godzilla. Uh, touched up on him since I did the, uh, it was like one of the very first podcasts I did was just speaking on Godzilla. And actually that was one of, that's one of the highest listened to podcasts I got. Now I, I don't have that many podcast listens. I'm averaging like 20 per podcast, but that Godzilla one's got almost 50 and I'm like, well shit, people actually listen to it, listen to what I was talking about. And I don't know, like I said before, I don't know who's listening to my podcast, I don't know if I if what I have to say is actually interesting or not, but I'm just shooting the shit out here. Um, I got my reasoning reasonings for doing podcasts, and just range from that. I'm trying to branch out from shit I was doing, you know, trying to branch out into another area. Uh, and I can talk about why. I was thinking about podcasting and why I opened up a YouTube and another podcast. But the gist of it is, you know, everybody's got a life that they're living. And today's day and age, and all the young kids are going to tell you, you know, and I'm not right at the bubble where I'm kind of old, but I'm kind of still, social media has been around for a cool minute. Your footprint online is there regardless if you want to be there or not it's there you cannot avoid it you cannot hide from it you cannot you just cannot live anymore there is no more i don't I'm not gonna have a myspace because it's not cool and whatever you know that's how when i grew up in high school myspace was in maybe it was just after high school but if I didn't want to have a MySpace, like I didn't want to have one back in those days, I didn't have to have one. And nobody really blamed me for not having one. And then I had one, and then I didn't have one, and then I made another one, and then I let that go too. And I, MySpace died and Facebook came up. I didn't have a Facebook for a long time. But then Twitter came along, Instagram popped off. And I, then I decided to join Facebook, and I joined Twitter a long time ago, and I joined Instagram, and I kind of was on Facebook for the longest, and then I wasn't. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not on there anymore. I posted something like a month ago, and before that, had been months before. But and I don't plan on posting anything personal on Facebook anymore because I don't believe in Facebook. 
But if you follow me, what I'm saying is everybody's got a Snapchat. Everybody's got a Twitter. Everybody's got some sort of an Instagram. Everybody's got multiple Instagrams. Everybody's got uh, Facebooks. Everybody's got a YouTube. Everybody's got something and they're there. And the way I look at it, if you're happy, I mean, it's almost law right now. It's almost some unwritten law. It's almost some sort of fucking thing where if you don't have social media, and, and even I am even even I fall into this. If I talk to somebody and I find out they don't have social media, I find, I, I just immediately assume they're lying or they're hiding something. So. You know, I do it. I like I said, I blocked off of Facebook because I'm sick of it, sick of those fucks. Uh, I don't really use Instagram to post pictures anymore because I don't fucking get it. Uh, it's nobody's business who likes my pictures and who comments on it. Uh, I don't like their I don't like their setup. I know there's the Instagram stories, but if you're gonna do Instagram stories, you might as well just do Snapchat, which is where I reside currently. Uh, I reside also on Twitter, but I'm not giving you guys my handle because I do need my own fucking playground, my own little safe spot, my own little retreat from the world where I can just shoot the shit with whoever I want. But if if you're following what I'm saying is, um, I'm on, I'm doing podcasting and YouTubing because I want to control what it is that people are seeing of me. Um... I, I could do the same thing on Instagram, but I don't really want to do Instagram. Uh, this podcasting, you don't actually physically see me, but you can hear me. And I think it's a lot better of a medium. Um, getting the thoughts out of my head, getting shit spoke on. And, you know, I'm kind of control what it is that is being said about me here, you know, and on YouTube and anywhere else that I am, I'm going to control how it is that I'm portrayed and everything. And and that's all I'm doing. I'm not actually having fun. I mean, it is a little fun. It is, it is a little, you know, kind of like, hey, like I can podcast and, you know, maybe I, maybe I'll turn my thing into a little podcasting show maybe i'll do it as this or that but it's more of just like you have to be online everybody's on there even the people that don't want it that swear they're not on there they're on there uh they're looking everybody fucking looks uh and i'm gonna control the narrative i'm gonna control what it is that people are listening to or watching to me i'm gonna control what it is that is being said about me uh to the best of my ability and this podcasting just kind of, I just wanted to try a different avenue. Uh, I was originally going to do vlogs, um, but it's a lot of effort doing YouTube vlogs, um, editing, you know, video. And then I myself am not, I don't view myself as a handsome devil. So sitting in front of a camera, and honestly, cameras, it's a whole... I could get into sitting in front of cameras. Sitting in front of cameras or doing stuff on camera is do or die and just what it is. But I fucking lost my my train of thought. Anyways, um, 
Yeah, that's why I was doing podcasting. But I don't know who's listening. My Godzilla episode was really, really, people really liked it. So I wanted to touch back upon it and just touch on uh, entertainment in general. Like, you know, we started off with Stanley, but I'm moving now to Godzilla. Uh, where the fuck is my second trailer? Where the fuck are the images? When, God, when the original, God, not the original, but the Godzilla that came out in 2014, Legendary was dropping nuggets. It's seemingly like monthly. It's been a month since their trailer came out. We need another nugget. Uh, they've got three other monsters, Mothra, Rodan, and Ghidorah. They can, there's, they're coming out, I think, in March. They can do a monster a month, and they're already dropping the ball. Like, we already need a fucking reveal. We need an, an action sequence. They got to have some still somewhere. They're not that far behind. Let's go. Legendary, step your shit up, man. Like, they just started, too, the production of, of King Kong versus Godzilla. So I don't really get, like, what's the holdup? Get it fucking going. Christmas is... Thanksgiving is upon us. We're already, I'm already game planning next week, next Thursday, because I'm going to, I'm going to fucking smack down like three plates. Uh, We got gravy, we got mashed potatoes and shit coming on the way. So I'm smacking down three plates. Uh, Then I'm going to try to do it from the hours of 10 a.m. to about 1 p.m. because I'm not fucking going to, I can't overeat like that late at night because I'll fucking feel like I'm drunk like for three days afterwards I'm just not doing that but yo what's up with the fucking uh second trailer what's up with the teaser what's up with the monster reveal let's get some fucking images going it's fucking quite it's honestly quite on the entertainment spectrum everywhere and I don't get it uh maybe because there's no movies to come out but there's movies coming out in December um yeah, there's a there's a shitload of movies coming out next year that I'm actually hyped for. There's Glass, like I said. There's Godzilla. There's Avengers. Um, Captain Marvel. Well, that, that's another one. Car- Captain Marvel. The trailer came out about a month ago now, or maybe more. Have not seen a lick of fucking anything since. No fucking posters. No fucking images. Nothing. Disney has really, really slowed on the Marvel campaign, and I don't think they should have. Uh, Marvel has also really, really slowed, and I don't think they should have. Um, I think they need to press forward, and perhaps it's DC. Perhaps it's DC's out there not doing shit, because I don't know when the fuck Aquaman's coming out, but I haven't seen or anything. I haven't seen or heard of any Aquaman shit for a minute. Um, I don't even know what other DC movies are supposed to come out. Wonder Woman 2. Uh, I heard something about... I actually heard something about... Another Suicide Squad. But I don't... I didn't even watch the first one, so I don't... And I don't even think anybody liked the first one. And the second one, who, knows, who the fuck cares? Honestly, back to DC. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck that fucking second-rate fucking comic book company. That's what they are. And fuck you if you like them, as a matter of fact. Um, anyways. Yeah, I know there's a Spawn movie coming out. I mean, I mean, there's a shitload of movies coming out next year. Next year, you're going to be hype. 
Um, I went to go see Venom a couple weeks ago, and I actually liked the movie. Um, a lot of people I don't think really liked it, but I th- I really liked it. It was a good a good origin for Venom that you know can actually be related to Spider-Man. So they just kind of made up a whole other. And actually, they didn't make it up, but they had to take away the fact that they were not going to cross over the Spider-Man that exists in Marvel and the Venom that exists with Sony. They were not going to mix the two. That, was, I believe, is just was just knowing. So they were like, well, we can't go with the story that everybody knows. We'll go with another one. And I think they did it well. Um, I don't really know if I touched on Venom in any other podcast, but I guess I will now. The movie was really good. Uh, the action was really good. Um, I know everybody was hoping for an R-rated, but I didn't. I don't really mind. There's not a lot of violence in comic book movies. I know Logan was, and I know Deadpool was as well. But they weren't going to do that with Venom. Let's, let's be honest. The, the goal for Venom is just to get him established as his own character now. So I believe later on in the movies... You know, later on, years from now, when they actually reboot the Marvel Universe and they get another Spider-Man, they're going to eventually, I do believe, bring Venom in. And they just can't have him hacking limbs off a dude when you got Spider-Man, who's now, I think they finally landed the Spider-Man now, who's some fucking high school kid. Uh, Venom is not going to hack his arm off or, or hack up. Uh, people's limbs and have Spider-Man there. No. That's not happening. Um, Carnage is coming as well, so I believe that's a good... That's a good, you know, step for Venom on that end. Uh, but the movie was fantastic. I don't think a lot of people got it. And I said, I don't know if I touched on it or not, but I'm going to touch on it briefly. Venom was good. Uh, the version of Eddie Brock that you got isn't the Eddie Brock that you know... In comic book days, I mean, he's not the meathead jock football player type, but they did have, I can't think of the actor's name, is it, is it Hardy? I know it's Hardy, Tom Hardy, is, he is buff, and he's big, he is big in stature, so that wasn't off, but he had more of a San Francisco vibe to him than uh, a big meathead jock that's portrayed, you know, in the past, which is fine. It actually makes a lot. I think it actually makes a lot more sense because uh, you get the you get the yin and the yang of it. You know, Venom is, you know, killing things by nature, and Eddie Brock does not want to. That's San Francisco's more of like, and if anybody knows San Francisco, it's more of peace and love and hippie happiness, you know, than it is like, like a hardcore town, like let's say Chicago or even the mean streets of LA or the mean streets of New York. Um, you know what I mean? So it kind of balanced it out where Eddie was like, no, I don't want to do this. And Venom was like, we're doing this. And you got like a little yin and yang effect to it. So it's actually going to balance out the Venom character well. And and Eddie's, Eddie Brock's character in the movie, it, like I said, if 
he fits the San Francisco vibe to the T. You've never, if you've never spent time in the city, you wouldn't know. So I have, and I just can tell you that as a San Francisco movie, as it makes a whole lot of sense. Um, it, it makes more sense now, like that I think about it over and over. Like, yeah, like, okay, I get it. Um, but yeah, that was a good movie. Um, can't wait for a sequel to that. I know Carnage is coming. I know, and Marvel is coming. They they got more movies coming. I can't think off the top of my top of my head what's coming this year, but I do know Avengers is coming, and I'm like excited for some sort of fucking teaser trailer to drop any any day now. I'm just like waiting. I'm like, and I want to get this podcast out because I want to be the one to say it. And like, yeah, we're sitting here impatiently waiting. Um, video games. Moving on from movies. As I remember, hold on. Godzilla, let's get it going. Let's get it going. Legendary. Like I'm fucking hyped. I'm, I'm like the only one that's fucking hyped for the movie. That I know personally. But that shit's going to fucking kick ass. Uh, Legendary is the only one doing some sort of movies like that. Big fucking, you know, Armageddon-ish type of movies. Where, you know, if you watched the movie Armageddon in the past, it was like some sort of... This is what, to me, Godzilla is. is. Uh, it's basically taking an Armageddon style of movie... Or there's some sort of global, or I think they call it a global killer in the movie. You know, a, a asteroid that can wipe out the Earth. And you you just put, instead of an asteroid, you're going to put it as Godzilla and, or Ghidorah. And, you're, and humans are reacting to it. It's a disaster movie, but with big ass fucking kaiju. And, and that's, to me, that's what this movie is about. Uh, I'm fucking excited. We don't get that many movies anymore of that. And the disaster movies have passed. After Armageddon, they did 2012, and they did fucking The Day After Tomorrow, or all those stupid-ass movies, The Day There Is Stood Still. And that, that kind of a movie, in that movie genre, San Andreas, they've been fucking corny as shit. Uh, they, as a matter of fact, they've been stupid. Even though those movies, you know, people go and watch them, but they're stupid. Um, but this... Godzilla is is its own thing, but it's in the same it's in the same fucking boat. And I think, but I think they do it so much better. The Godzilla 2014 was so much better than any of those movies I just named right now. And I don't see this new one. And then they're doing, then we're getting King Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, fuck yeah, I'm fucking. If anybody in any comic book or any fucking nerd avenue, you know that's a matchup. We're going to square, they're going to square off. How could you not be excited? If you've picked up any video game, any comic book, any fucking uh, roller coaster tycoon, you've heard of King Kong versus Godzilla. And now that it won't be a corny version, we're going to get a fucking hardcore version. This is like, this is like Conor McGregor versus uh, Floyd Mayweather, like, but in fucking kaijus and on a, on a fucking. A global scale, like, yes, this is big. This is Mayweather, Pacquiao, but you know, this is King Kong versus Godzilla. Hopefully, is what Batman v Superman should have been. Uh, I just want them two to fucking wreck each other and fucking destroy, level the fucking entire world. 
Um, I hope there's not a, a clear-cut winner. I hope they, they leave it just like they left it in the past where you're not sure who won. Um, but yeah, moving on from that, I got to talk a little bit about video games and gaming in general. Uh, I haven't been playing video games. Um, I know Red Dead Redemption came out too. Uh, I didn't even play part one. Uh, I know Spider-Man came out and I was actually thinking about it, you know, getting it, picking it up and just playing it because it actually looks like it's an open world game where you just walk around a little bit, do missions and shit. Uh, not quite the Grand Theft Auto style, but you know, Spider-Man-ish. And I, everybody says it's good and phenomenal. Maybe I'll pick it up one day. Um, I have since conceded to the fact that I can no longer play any Call of Duties, any Battlefields, any first-person shooting in Gears of War because I fucking suck. I actually tried playing Gears of War on Xbox earlier this year when I went to go visit my bro in New Mexico. I threw it on. And all I did was fucking die. I didn't get not one kill because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Uh, and I was running around with a Nasher and I couldn't fucking pop one motherfucker in the head. That, you know how fucking terrible that made me feel inside? That I couldn't fucking get one kill on Gears of War? When I used to be good, uh, me and my bro fucking played Gears of War, I think, on like the hardest mode that you can play on a two-player campaign, and we fucking played it, like, all the way through. As a matter of fact, that was one of the funniest shits ever. The game just started. I think I was Dom, or I don't know who I was, and the motherfucker was like, God damn it! I, and I, I was telling just, yo, why is my fucking guy already fucking, like, the game, it just came out the loading screen. I was like, why is he yelling? <laughs> Why the fuck is this fucking guy yelling and we were fucking dying? But I know I used to be good at it. I could get kills. I would help him. I would shoot the fucking little... I, I think they're called the Horde or whatever they are. Um, I was good at it. And then we used to play multiplayer and I was half decent at it. I mean, obviously, you're not, I'm not no pro, but I was decent. Call of Duty, I was half decent. You know, Black Ops 2 era. I'm no longer decent. I'm no longer good. I'm no longer shit. I'm fucking capacity. Once they started fucking doing this shit where you could run on the walls and all this other bullshit, you had the extra boost jumping. I, that fucking, I just, it took what, what was already hard for me to do, like getting 15 and 15 or whatever, getting 20 kills to, to 17 deaths, whatever my kill death ratio was. It took what was already hard and it made it impossible for me. Halo did the same thing. I was decent at Halo, like Halo's version 2 and 3, and I think Halo Reach. But once they started doing this bubble shield shit, and they fucking, you could send out fucking holograms, and a motherfucker could be invisible, and whatever the case may be, that shit just went, it just became impossible, man. It was impossible. Like I couldn't fucking I can't I couldn't do it no more. My kill death make kill death ratio went from being sorta of level to being I should just not have fucking 
I should I should stop running around the map because all they're doing is killing me. That's how I went, and that's where I kind of got stuck at. And I played not this latest Call of Duties, but the ones before it that came out, and I was fucking terrible. Uh, my nephew laughing at me, struggling to fucking even stay alive long enough to fucking pop shots off. Uh, and I just I knew I had, I knew it passed me somewhere, but it really passed me. Uh, I'm down to literally just mobile phone games, which I play words with friends. Been playing, like I said earlier, Pokemon Go a lot. Um, those are my two main ones I, right now that people play with me and that I just play in general. Um, I, Skyrim is there for me, but it's so daunting. I don't got the time it takes to put into that game. Um, and Red Red Redemption is similar, and I don't got the time for it. Uh, I don't want to start it, get hooked to it, and then leave it for like a month and then try to figure out what I'm doing because it's never going to make sense. Uh, like I said, the Spider-Man game too, like I love to get into it, but I just, when? When, when, when am I going to make the time? I don't have that much time. Uh, I can't do Fortnite either. You know, I don't mean to talk shit about Fortnite, but it's a shooting game and then you're building shit and fucking... I think I don't I don't really know how Fortnite goes, but it's just too much. I look at I look at the video play of Fortnite and people playing it, and I'm like, yo, bro, like I can barely concentrate to what they're doing on the screen, let alone have a controller in my hand. And I don't know how these motherfuckers on Twitch can do it. I don't know how they talk, shoot, build, commentate, video record themselves. And then upload it. I don't know where they're getting the time. I don't know where these motherfuckers are getting the time. And then I don't know where the motherfuckers can concentrate on all that shit. Like, I get chatting with your homies and you're laughing. But if you're competitive like some of these motherfuckers are, shooting people, teabagging them, dancing on them and shit, and then fucking trying to talk to a group of people, you know, that are commenting on your Twitch stream. Like, holy fuck, man. Like... Y'all motherfuckers need to get some sort some sort of other hobby like sign up for NASA or some shit or become jet jet pilots because that's too much going on at one time to be controlling. And I don't understand it. Like do something else. Y'all are wasting fucking talent. You're wasting your fucking God-given talent to be extreme multitaskers. And I wouldn't doubt if some of these motherfuckers are sitting there drinking Red Bull and jerking off at the same time. Like, like bro, we get it. Like. We get it. Like, you should be doing something else. I should be playing Fortnite, struggling. And y'all should be doing something else. And it should be more balanced. Like, get a fucking life. Get a girlfriend. Um, but yeah, like, I don't got time for these video games. I just got turned on to a game uh, recently that I wanted to talk, talk about. And I don't know if anybody even knows it, but it's called Quiplash. I think it's called Quiplash or Jackbox TV or some shit. The game's really good. I don't know where... I, and I think I was playing part two. But it's it's kind of like... I don't know how to describe it, but it's a, it's a really good game. Uh, it's a party-ish style game. Like a, they ask you questions. It's kind of like if you take Cards Against Humanity 
but you put it into a video game, and then you got this Quiplash, and maybe Cards Against Humanity will eventually get to what Quiplash is, but I actually, I thought it was really fun. I played it with my homie uh, AJ, and the homie Jake, and the family, and at first, I was a little, like, intimidated by it, like, but then I seen, like, nobody gave a fuck, and the answers they were putting down, and, and everybody's perverted, Every answer you get, where we're getting was it had something to do with a dick, some pussy, uh, some racist ass shit. I mean, it, it was like some racial shit. It was, it was fucking funny. Uh, for whatever reason, they started all gangbanging me and started talking about my Raiders, and that I couldn't help it. So I was like, "Fuck!" I started talking about the Raiders, and that and it just the game evolved. Uh, I played like 15 rounds of it, and I, and I was thoroughly, I was thoroughly enjoyed. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, the homie Jake is a master kingpin of it because I think he won six or seven of them in a row, which was impressive because I, I finished only in first place once, and and then all the times he was winning, I was in second place, so I was like, okay, but he's obviously he's got more experience. But the game is really good. I don't know, I don't know if anybody out there is playing it. Of the, like I said, I don't know that twenty people that are fucking. 30 people that listen to my shit. Uh, I don't know who's out there playing it, but it's a it's a pretty good game. I, I don't, it's not a necessarily video. It's like a mobile video game. I don't really know what, what you would call it. Anyway, that was really cut out there. I don't know what you would call Quiplash, uh, but the game is fucking fun. Um, like I said, I would think you would need at least four, five, or six players. It's like, I think it goes up to eight or ten. And it's a phenomenal game. It's like, like I said, it's a kind of like a Cards Against Humanity. It's kind of a mobile game. It's kind of a video game. It's kind of a, like a Mario Party type of game. Well, it's not a Mario Party, but it is like a party-esque type of game. Uh, definitely, if you were to be drinking or smoking some weed, definitely the game would fucking totally kick ass. I highly recommend it. I give it two thumbs up. Uh, it's, I don't know if it... Who's got to buy it? But it's free to play for the eight people, obviously. And you just all you need is your phone, a little bit of Wi-Fi, and you're good to go. And a full battery on your phone, as a matter of fact. Um, and the games go pretty quick. Uh, and then Smash Bros. I know the Smash Bros. came out with a little trailer. And uh, Nintendo does a good job of hyping up their shit, but I can't physically own an Xbox, a PlayStation, and a, and a Nintendo Switch, and they seemingly drop shit all the time, and I would li- I would really like to play Super Smash Brothers, the new one that's coming out, but I can't afford all that bullshit, nor do I have the time to play all that bullshit, so I have a PS4 that I don't even really use, my nephew hasn't really used it, we haven't, I don't think it's turned on in like a month, uh, everybody's got a live, like I said, doing other things, I'm doing podcasting, so the time I have to spend playing video games just went in the toilet. Um, I don't have, I and I don't even have a girlfriend. If I had one, I would even be doing this shit even less. I would be doing YouTube even less, and I'm, not, and I'm lagging on my YouTube videos as well. Uh, I run a business. I don't have the fucking time. I should make time, and I'm... I always say when the time gets slow at this time of the year, you know, construction mode, I'll make time to do things. 
But seemingly there's never any fucking time anywhere. Um, sports is also on. My Sundays have went from being excited to now I'm like the one in nine Raiders and one in eight Raiders. Uh, fuck, bro. Like, at least keep it interesting. At least win like three games, four games. But now we're like one in eight. So that, I don't really have no interest in fucking football other than that, you know. When my Raiders are trash, which is seemingly every year, uh, it was easy to get on a bandwagon of, an, of another team because the Patriots are always like, they were always undefeated. They always had like one or two losses. That shit would irritate. So I would get on a team's bandwagon because I was like, okay, well, I think that team can actually beat New England. You know, Pittsburgh or Baltimore or the Colts when they had Manning or Denver or or the Saints or anybody, Green Bay, I would be like, fuck, this team can do it because they're hot and they, they look like they can beat the Patriots. But that just isn't here this year. The Patriots are beatable. They just got ran over by the Titans of all teams. They've lost two. They have three losses, and that's not a lot of losses. But I think you're starting to see the once unchippable, undefeatable team that once was is just it's eroding. It it's it actually started last year, and it, the fact that they're still breathing is a true testament to the organization that's run there. Uh, I'm no Patriot fan, but I do understand how shit operates. Uh, they have a system in place. Uh, it's basically, it's Tom Brady, the quarterback, doesn't throw picks. He doesn't do stupid shit. Uh, they play defense, and they don't fucking do penalties. And they don't fucking turn over the ball themselves. That's basically what they do, and they do it, and they do it well. Uh, but I think Tom's at the end of his rope. Belichick's probably at the end of his rope. They don't have that much actual talent left on the roster. And they're just getting... I I just think they'll flame out eventually. And and I don't think the organization will last longer than Brady and Belichick. Because they're not going to draft another Tom Brady and win another five Super Bowls with another guy. The NFL has a cruel way of making sure that that does not happen. Uh, that's why no team has more than I think the Steelers with six titles, um, if I'm not mistaken. And if you think about it, in other sports, the Yankees got like a million trophies. The Lakers and Celtics have a million trophies. And in the NFL, no team has more than six. And they've been around, they're at like Super Bowl 50 some, 53 now. So that's my sports rant. But maybe when football ends, you know, February next year. Maybe Sundays will be dedicated to playing video games. Uh, but that's my that's going to be my prime time Lakers season. Once football ends, the Lakers season begins. Full gear. It's already begun. Uh, LeBron had a fucking awesome night last night. Dropped 44 points. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the Lakers game, but I've been, I've been paying attention. I've been watching actual Lakers games. I watched them the other day. Beat, uh, who did they beat at the last second by one point? I want to say it was... I don't know who they played, but... LeBron missed a free throw, and... They had a put-back dunk. That put them up one, and the other team had a chance to shoot it, and Tyson Chandler came up with the block. I watched that game. That game was actually pretty good. Uh, But this is not a Laker talk. But, I mean, I guess, just briefly run on sports. Dodgers are doing stupid shit. Uh, They re-signed Dave... 
Dave Roberts, I don't get that. They, they brought back Kirsch. Uh, Hunjin Ryu is there. Uh, we let go of Dozier, which was like, okay, Manny Machado's gone. Goodbye. Uh, Yasmani Grandal's walking out. The Dodgers are headed for a complete lackluster season next year, but it's, I already talked about that. I'm okay with it. I can, I'll manage. Um, but I, I didn't watch last night's Laker game because I finished The Haunting of Hill House, which I got to say uh, was phenomenal. Um, the homie, the narcissist, was saying it was stupid and was boring. Uh, if you're expecting, like, straight-up American Horror Story style, like, gore and fucking murders and shit, you weren't going to get it there. Uh, to me, it wasn't as scary as you would think, but I got involved with the characters. Uh, whoever they had playing Theo, Theo is fucking hot. Uh, I don't give a fuck. Theo and Nelly... The adult version, not the kid versions. Both of them bitches is fucking smoking hot. Holy fuck. Uh, Theo especially. Theo, uh, fuck. Um, she's the lone lesbian in the movie, and, um, but she's hot. Fuck. Holy shit. Nelly's hot, too. I, the fantastic stories. Well written. Uh, well done, like, it goes from it being just like a ghost scary movie to it's hopping back and forth in the timeline um, from the past when they were kids to when they're older and adults and how shit is getting crossed over. Uh, and then the ultimate reveal at the end, like the last two episodes really drove it home for me. Like, fuck, like, and I, and I don't want to give any spoilers. I don't know if you have if you guys haven't watched it, but the end of the episode makes a lot of sense. And that's actually, it's more, and this is why I give it a phenomenal rating. I'll probably give it like an 8 out of 10. And I haven't said that about much scary shit lately. As a matter of fact, I fucking horror movies in general fucking piss me off because they just do. I think I, think I talked about that before, about Insidious fucking up, Paranormal is trash. But I gave The, the Haunting of Hill House, and I watched all 10 episodes, and I... The ending sold. The ending. The last episode actually sold it for me because you don't really know what's happening, and then they tell you what's happening about mid episode, and then they get into why it's happening, and then to why that house. And I believe they're gonna have more episodes to it because I think this season one was just starting. I don't think it's over for them. Uh. They keep saying the house is feeding itself. It's 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 a house. It's it's like any organism, you know. It's got a structure. It's got its bones. It's got the walls. It's got its skin. It's got its you know its kitchen. It's its heart or its stomach. And they got it. You know the house is the house is itself is alive, and it's feeding, you know. And the way they break down of how the house is doing that and and what it is that it's trying to do. Uh, yeah, man, it, it, the, the ending of it is really good, and, and it's really good through and through, you know, 
there are some not so scary episodes. There are some episodes that you're like, oh fuck. There are some jumps. There are some jump scenes. But I, I thought it was phenomenal. I know, I know that, like I said, the narcissist didn't care for it, or he said it was boring. But I liked it. Uh, I got hooked. Probably like a, I had told him I was gonna give him my three episodes. Bye bye. About the fourth or fifth episode, I was completely hooked, and I was like, and I binge watched like the last four episodes yesterday or the, the last two days. I finished it off. And like I said, I give it an eight out of ten. Uh, the Haunting of Hill House, I highly recommend it if you're into horror, you're into goth shit, you're into jump scares, you're into a good. It's just a good fucking show. Like, it's not entirely a scary. It's not entirely, but there's a good story behind it as well. Everybody's story. Uh, the endings that the characters that got left over, man, like, some of that shit is hard to watch as well. Like, it's a little emotional at the end. I finished that off, which is why I wasn't watching the Lakers. But I also finished off earlier last week, I finished off The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And I give that, you know, for what it is, Oh, I give it, I get, that show blew me the fuck away, and and nobody's gonna get it, nobody's gonna, it is, it, it, that, that show is right up my fucking alley, man, it, if I wasn't such a homer to, to fucking Satan and fucking 666 and fucking God shit, that, if I wasn't such a homer, the show would be terrible, like, you could easily write that show off of being in, like, a 4 out of 10 or a 5 out of 10. But for me, it's a fucking... It's a 9 out of 10. Uh, it's in the vein of Riverdale. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been watching Riverdale, but the Riverdale seasons 1 and 2 are phenomenal. Uh, it's in the vein of Riverdale, and it's in the vein of, like, that kind of, like, a high school drama. But it's got to do with witchcraft and, and Satan and fucking the Dark Lord and the Church of the Night and shit like that. And the last... It, for this being an intro season, because they're not done. They're, oh, they, they from the, what I've been reading about, and the people that have actually took the time to watch it, oh, it's, everybody says it's the same thing I'm saying. It's fucking great. Uh, it, the, the show's not made for everybody, for everybody because you're not going to throw this on. You're just a random mom and dad with the kid. You're not throwing this show on more than like two episodes uh, because constantly it's fucking praise satan it's fucking you know it's what it is witchcraft it's you know there's somebody and there's necromancy uh sabrina actually slits a girl's throat i mean it it goes it goes to places that i didn't think a, a show like that would go but it goes it goes there and uh, she signs her name in the Book of the Dead at the end. Oh, man, it's fucking fantastic. Um, she burns the fucking the original 13 witches. Oh, it's good. I love that show. I give it two thumbs up. But I, but like I said, I'm a homer to, to the darkness myself. Um, I'm a homer to fucking Satan and shit myself. And that's highly represented in the music I listen to as well. I mean... It's just like I said, it's one of those things I talked about in another podcast that it's, that dark shit has been with me for a minute, and it just like that show. It just tickles me, and I and I even posted some shit on Snapchat about it. That to that that to, that show tickles me in places. It tickles the tip 
so well, man. Uh, they make like praising Satan and fucking hell Satan. They make it cool. Yeah, they they make it cool. They make um, that shit cool. And that's I finished watching that. I finished watching the, the Haunting of Hill House. I give both of those shows like a solid eight and a half out of tens. Uh, they're both very different from each other, but they're both very good. Uh, I just finished watching the Ozarks as well. My God, Ozarks season two is fucking absurd. Holy fuck. Uh, Ozark. Season one is fucking phenomenal. Starts off with a fucking bang. Uh, it kind of lows just a little bit for like three, two or three episodes while they mold you the story. And then the, the last like six episodes of those arcs, season one is fucking great. And I know I talked about Ozarks in the past, but I just finished watching Ozark season two. And holy fuck, man. From start, from from start to finish, Ozark season two is fucking phenomenal. There's not like an episode that goes by that you're not like, holy shit, what's going to happen in the next episode? And then, you know, I do this thing with Netflix. I'm like, what episode am I on? Okay, I'm eight. There's two more episodes to go. Then you get to episode nine. You're like, fuck. Like, what's going to happen? And then you get to the and then you get to the last episode. And you know it's the last episode. And you're like, fuck, man. Like. They're not done yet. They're, they're not, but you know this the season's ending. You know the episode's ending, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get." You know they're gonna leave you on some sick ass cliffhangers. And yeah, Ozark season two, I highly recommend. That shit was phenomenal as well. I I hit a three in my eyes, three back to back to back, fucking Netflix originals that fucking really hit out the park. The Ozark Ozarks was fucking great, man. Uh, it's not your typical mob drama. It's, I I like the, I like the nature of it. Um, there's a Mexican cartel. There's a fucking FBI, you know, agent in the bureau investigating shit. There's these redneck hillbilly family, the Snells. And then you got your... Your Homer wife family and the birds, um, Marty Bird and Co. Uh, they're they're kind of like your typical white family, suburban family type of deal. And then you got the the last factor is the Ozarks itself, the the area it is. Uh, it's not quite rural. It's not quite suburban. It's not quite big city living, it's kind of like this fucking area of the place, and they, they really touched on that well in season one, but there's like five different layers to this fucking Ozarks, uh, and, and they they really nailed it in season two, um, the Mexicans roll up deep, and they start fucking up shit, the snails fire back, the birds are in the middle of it, uh, all kinds of shit goes haywire, goes wrong. It seems like every episode, you could totally tell uh, the tension. I mean, they didn't have to. I mean, every show, every episode is intense. It's fucking an intense watch. Uh, people dying left and right. It's fucking amazing, man. I get, like I said, I, that's what I've been doing instead of watching sports because I got nothing better to do. 
Um, it's fucking phenomenal. It's fucking phenomenal. Like, out this world phenomenal. Uh, I don't know where I'm going after this. I watched Disenchantment too a couple weeks, a couple months back. I don't, like I said, I don't know where I'm going after this as far as uh, Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime goes. I know there's all kinds of shit being promoted. Maybe I'll hop into video games. Maybe I will just to fucking be able to talk a little bit more about video games. Maybe I will go and download the, the Spider-Man game that came out and let you guys know how I feel about it after I played it for, you know, like I said, I have some time. You know, it's my slow season as far as my business goes coming up. I have some time, I guess, maybe, maybe if I want to kill some time, maybe I'll finish off Skyrim finally. I don't, I can't really, I, you, I don't think you can finish off Skyrim. Like, that's just how that game goes. I'm fucking... Right now, in the game, the Dark Brotherhood, I think it is, they're fucking following me around everywhere, and they're fucking pissing me off, and I kind of stop, because they're pissing me off. Every fucking five seconds, they want to fucking jump me, and that's that's fucking annoying. Uh, I originally stopped playing that game because, in the past, because I was doing missions, I was going, I was just fucking doing the shit I was doing, and I got bit by a vampire... And my motherfucker does not walk at full speed during the day. And it's fucking annoying walking around any city going like one mile an hour. And if you guys know anything about Skyrim, that shit, pissed, that shit was pissing me off. Uh, as a matter of fact, it looked like my guy was dying the entire game. I was like, why? I didn't get it at first. But then, and I let it go for a while. Everybody kept saying I looked dead. I didn't get with why they were doing that. They let it go, and now my guy, in the past, my guy turned fully into a vampire. And there was no way to turn him not into a vampire. And I just fucking quit because I was like, fuck, that's not what, that's not how I want that to go. Um, and the game makes you choose, You could, I think they make you choose being a vampire or a werewolf at some point in the game. Um, they make you choose, and they make you choose between the Imperial and the Stormcloaks, eventually. And that's just how those games play out. It's just like Mass Effect. Um, it's just how those games go. Like, But it pissed me off because I was walking around. I didn't know that I was turning into a vampire. I didn't want to be a vampire. And the second time, and, I, and like I said, the second time I played it, and I got to pick it up again. I built a fucking house. I did all kinds of shit. But these fucking people... I'm not even sure if they're the Dark Brotherhood or the Black Hand or what they're called. There's these little ninja assassins. But all the, and I stopped doing the missions for them but they're pissed because they were pissing me off. And now they won't stop attacking me. That was like the last thing I did. I was walking in the cave and they jumped me in the cave uh, while I'm fighting some skeleton dudes. So it went from like something that was already hard to do something that was incredibly difficult to being impossible. And it took me like 20 tries to beat what I was doing. And then I just decided I couldn't do anything else because that that's going to keep happening. Then what was the fucking point of me playing the game? Like, I just... I had to take care of them to do whatever else I was doing. And, and I'm not... And they, the whole thing is, you're not, I'm not even fucking playing the game. Like, the actual game. There's an actual game to Skyrim. And I wasn't playing it. I was fucking doing side missions. But I may have some time to dust off some video games here coming up. Um, music... I just went to go see the AK strain. I just went to go see System of a Down, as you guys well know. Um, 
I've got tickets to go see Whitechapel and This Is Exile, the 10-year tour. With Whitechapel, Oceano, uh, Chelsea Grant, and Fit for an Autopsy, I believe. Or, no, I don't think it's Fit for an Autopsy. Who's it? Opening Man. The Opening Man is good. That, that show is going to be fucking phenomenal, man. It's coming up early December. And I'm going to completely miss Unearth. Unearth is playing with Fit for an Autopsy, as a matter of fact. Uh, but it, that show's coming up. It's Whitechapel. Oceano, Chelsea Grant, and uh, I can't think of the band that's going to open, but the band is wild as well. Um, but that's coming up. Y'all will be seeing that on Snapchat, and I'm going to be, I'm going to do my podcast right as soon as it's done. I'll give it to you fresh, my thoughts on that show. Uh, but I, also in the far as music, that kicks off in the beginning of December, and on December 21st and 22nd, I'm hitting the Decimation, December Decimation Little Festival in the Glass House. We're going to have Bleeding Through and Carnifex and My Children, My Bride. Uh, and then the next day is Winds of Plague, Spite. And, uh, oh, man, I'm fucking stoked. Uh, I'm fucking stoked and I'm fucking nervous. Um, as y'all, maybe some of y'all know, but me, The Glass House, Bleeding Through, Pomona, and... Death and injuries is just an all-too-common occurrence. I have nobody protecting me. Um, I hope somebody's there and somebody goes to give me a fucking shoulder to lean on or help me if, in case it goes sideways. But if not, if it goes sideways and I get killed, uh, and I might not actually die, but, you know, I'm fucking prone to fucking bad injuries there. Uh, ones that fucking make you quit. Uh, it's just, I got tickets for all that shit. That's coming up. Um, I've been really, really, really fucking into, who have I been listening to lately? Oh, fuck. Um, been really fucking headbanging hard to fucking Spotify's Daily Mix playlist. Um, they got, they're hitting some good ass songs usually. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm fucking excited for those shows and that music coming up. Uh, shout out to Kim Petras for fucking dropping a fucking badass album. Uh, who else dropped some good ass shit that I was like really stoked to listen to? Um, Little Wayne's shit that came out a while ago. Mo- that Mona Lisa song, you can't get past that shit. Shit is fucking fire. Um, but music seem- seemingly has toned down. I- Ariana Grande, um, people are really pushing her thank you next uh, song that came out. I don't really care for it. Uh, it's a, you know what the problem with that is? And I'm going to touch on the Ariana Grande song right now. She made a diss track to a fucking guy who's not even a fucking musical artist. Uh, I can't even think of the homie's name right now. And he's not the homie. I knew, I, I, when they got together, I knew they were going to break up because they were so different. And literally, they're not the same type of people. Um, I think his name is something Peters or, or, and she made a song about him too, um, her Sweetener album, which I was like, okay, cool. Like what happens if you break up? And that's, that's the first thing I thought when that CD came out and I listened to Sweetener and I can't get into it. It's not like her other albums. 
she took a hard turn to more of like not necessarily pop, but more of just an artist and not being like a pop artist anymore. And I didn't like the turn myself, so um but yeah, she fucking came out with a diss track to a guy that has no way of fucking dissing her back on the same platform. That's stupid. Um it's totally stupid. Like if people are hyping it up as being like the breakup anthem of all time, like no bitch. Uh I'd like to see her date Eminem and then fucking drop a fucking thank you next album or a song dedicated to Eminem. Let Eminem fucking rip her shit up. Uh that's the problem with what she did. Um she attacked and I don't they don't say why they broke up, but she attacked the man who had no way of attacking her back. Um, that's a fucking trifling ass hoe shit, fucking you stupid bitch. Uh, and I actually like Ariana Grande, but she didn't need to do that. Uh, I, I'm assuming the breakup didn't wasn't well for her, or maybe it was she not her, or some, something along those lines. But she didn't need to do all that. Uh, she could have kept it classy. The motherfucker is on Saturday Night Live. His his life's already a mess. She didn't need to do that. Uh, clearly, her thing with Mac Miller is still fucking what it is. Um, she they shouldn't have broke up if that's the case. Um, yeah, the, she she attacked she attacked the dude. He didn't have, he didn't have no way of uh, attacking her back. I just feel like. She's being extremely petty, and I, that doesn't sit well as me as a male fan. Um, I, I listened to that song like twice, and I didn't think it was that good. And then just in the context, I just reflected on it a little bit. I'm like, if a bitch were to do that about me, uh, and I didn't, and you know, and she was, you know, a gymnast or whatever, and I couldn't, and I'm not. That's not my forte or whatever. I would be like, okay, you dumb bitch. Like, all right. We could have kept civil, but now we're not civil. I'm leaking your news, bitch. That's how I would treat the situation or some shit along those lines. But she did it. The homie is sitting back, you know, he's taking it on the chin. You know, round of applause to him because he has every right to fucking come out and interview and fucking totally trash her. And he should. I He should totally trash her. I can't think of his fucking name off the top of my head. I don't really care, but... And I only care because her song right now is the number one trending song on both Spotify and in iTunes and everywhere else. And it completely, it completely overtook the Cardi Nicki Beef that is, which I'm hoping that shit ramps up as well. You know... Cardi's album came out this year. She's due for an album. Not next year, but maybe the year after. So it, the beef is coming. Hopefully, a diss track coming to Nikki. I don't think Nikki's done with Cardi either. Uh, so that's heating, heating up. Uh, Eminem completely destroyed uh, Machine Gun Kelly. So that's, you know, rest in peace, Machine Gun. You know, I didn't know much about you. I don't really care too anymore. Rest in peace. As far as music goes, there's not much happening music-wise. Uh, just a couple concerts and 
yeah, hopefully that wraps up my podcast. I, I ran a little long, but those are some entertainment thoughts that have been floating in my head for some time that I wanted to get out and spoke on. Um, the next podcast, I don't know what I want to talk about. I was kind of hoping somebody would lead me to an idea. Or I actually kind of want to do a podcast with my bro. Thanksgiving's coming up, so maybe I'll talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. Do some holiday holiday podcasting. Uh, but I'm out. I'm out. You know what it is. The D is silent. Uh, yeah. Stay tuned. Podcasting coming up next week. Uh, hopefully I'll get somebody involved. I want to get my bro back into it or my homie AJ. Uh, maybe the narcissist on an episode. I got to figure out how to get in touch with him and get this done. Uh, but that's what it is. I'll let you guys know whenever it is that I get, get shit underway here. All right. Like.